Carp, it's amazing. He's just as jolly as everyone says. His smile seems to light up the night sky with festive joy and make a better world seem possible. And to think I ever doubted that Chris Kringle was real. That's no Chris Kringle, son. That's Chris Boyd. Merry Christmas, wee man. And Merry Christmas to Rangers fans everywhere. And to Celtic fans. You can kiss my... Bluenos Burger is a, well, Bluenos Burger production. Hobbs. Alright. Next. Bluenos Burger, Paul. Hello everyone, welcome to today's press conference. It gives me great pleasure to introduce the new manager of Aston Villa, Stephen Gerrard. Hi, I'm very honoured to be here. When I got the phone call from Villa, I got a special feeling and I knew that Live Villa was the club for me. The real Villas and occasionally winning Villa and I'm here to hopefully bring back mid-table mediocrity. Okay, so questions. Stevie, you've done well up in Scotland, but what do you say to those who think that your buckled shoes might not be sophisticated enough against the higher level of opposition down here? I thought I might get this one. Look, I hear a lot about philosophies in football. My philosophy is to win. If that means buckles, brogues, or plain black dress shoes with a chunky sole, I'll take each challenge as it comes. You say that, Stephen, but your controversial double buckle efforts that you were against, for example, Galatasaray in Europe, that were described by the opposition manager as anti-fashion. Even many Rangers fans thought those were a pure ready. You really think that sort of style is going to work at the top level? Look, we got to win. For a different opponent, I might have gone ankle boots or even slip-ons. But I like us to have controlled you in European matches. And the lower buckle keeps it snug to me ankle, while the higher buckle keeps it tight at the back and me foot. It's not always pretty to look at, but it's a results game at the end of the day. Stevie, surely you're not considering slip-ons for the EPL? Look, the EPL's all about tactical innovation. Pep's got his baseball boots, Jürgen's running around in New Balance. If, if I think the situation demands Tom Ford penny loafers, I won't be afraid to make that call. You really think you could just transplant the way you set up in Scotland to the English Premiership? Again, everyone knows I like to set up with two wide tens. Firstly, it makes me look dead ahead. Also, if I were two wide tens, you can open up the half spaces. Really? How so? Well, I'm only size nine and a half, so let me wiggle me piggies in tense moments. And moving on, any questions not relating to Stephen's choice or footwear? Or Rangers? Nope. Well, I guess that's us then. Welcome to Villa, Stephen. Thanks. Happy to be here. At Rangers, it was all about 55. Now at Villa, it's all about 44. Come again. That's me Euro size in a Salvatore Ferragamo playing to Oxford. It's the only elite European outfit you'll be in at Villa. Pardon? Okay guys, time to pitch the new Celtic Christmas ad. What have we come up with this year? Okay boss, opens to snowy scene and someone singing Old Lang Syne but with a weirdly Americanized Scots accent. Like someone who lived there for a week and wants to fit in. Cringy but in a Celtic way. Hmm, I like it. Then basically we build a scene where Big Ange invites all the players over for Christmas Day dinner. Sends out cards in the post a cogly. I see what you did there. They're far from home, but Ange is bringing them together like a footballing Father Christmas figure. A few cheeky jokes about Gavin's iPad, table football with Brussels sprouts, everyone wearing Christmas jumpers. 
feel-good family stuff. Nice, it's cosy, it's fuzzy and warm. It's Christmas, all right. God's sake. You don't like it, Javonathan? Not really. Okay, let's hear your idea. All right, uh, just give me a second. Oh, that's the stuff. Right, we go big, we go bold, we go uber-reality, and fuck Christmas up the ass. I'm not sure I like the sound of that. We do the Christmas Day thing, yeah, but we open to Ange wrestling a crocodile in his back garden. It's life or death, do or die, sweat in the eyes, fear you can taste, a man battling for his very existence, and then... Pan to Big Ange, sizzling some crocodilly steaks on the barbie. Next, Ange puts up the Celtic bat signal, so all the players know to come. Celtic bat signal? Hold on, hold on, I'm losing my train. It's the Neil Lennon out sign, and they all see it and they know to come to Ange's. James Forrest is bobbing in Loch Ness, giving the tourists something to gawk at. Carol Starfell's at home being ragdolled around the Christmas tree by his five-year-old daughter. And Shane Duffy pops up with a confused, huh, to the camera because he doesn't realise he's not Celtic anymore. Christ, he's on the marching powder again. Kyogo comes to the house but trips on the welcome mat, only there isn't a welcome mat and everyone pretends they don't know that and ask for the mat to be sent off on a penalty. Fucking boom, laughter track. Then it's the big family dinner, with a twist. Everyone looking tense like a hostage situation, all wearing culty Celtic jumpers. There's no snow. Where's the snow? It's Christmas for Christ's sake! The kangaroo stakes are out. Everyone's looking uncomfortable. The doorbell goes. It's a wee Victorian hologram style ghost kid. He goes, Please can I have legal status, recognition and compensation? The door slams. It's Christmas pastor shutting out. The room's spinning. The walls are closing in. My head's bursting! And then snow starts falling outside the window. The lighting comes up. Tentative smiles form around the table. They all run into the garden and stand as the Christmas miracle falls around them. They look up to the winter sky. Kyogo laughs and points and then falls over. They look up and see Joe Hart on the roof. It's his dandruff since he lost the head and shoulders gig falling around them. They build a snowman out of his fallen scalp flakes. Kyogo falls over claiming the dandruff snowman elbowed him off the ball. Everyone laughs and a golden glow descends on the scene as it finishes with our Lord and Saviour kitted out head to toe in official Celtic merch. Subliminal. God's a Celt who grew up creating meaning and existence out of the dark nothingness while dreaming of pulling on the green and white hoops. <sighs> Last scene, curveball. Finish with a disturbing lynching scene a la Dean Stockwell singing in dreams in blue velvet with Yota looking like a ten-year-old Andrew Garfield done up as George Michael with Greg Taylor on guitar. It's disorienting, it's sinister, but you don't know why. We end on more questions than answers. Feet to black? Uh, won't lie, Javonathan, it's some of your best work, but I'm just not sure it's right for the client. Celtic fans lie in the demographic of uh, joyless, touchy, sanctimonious bastards, apparently. So everything has to be jolly bahoys and girls. A few years back, we tried mentioning that bahoys wasn't gender fluid enough going forward. They almost pulled the account. Some ideas binned again. We'll put in the George Michael bit. How's that? Fair enough. You're still up. Aren't you coming to bed, honey? I can't sleep again. Since I came back to Rangers, I'm finding it so difficult to switch off. All day my mind is going. I come home and I try to clear my head, spend time with the kids or watch TV. But uh, nothing seems to work. I haven't slept in days. I know you're the manager now, but you've been at Rangers before. 
You've won the Champions League and captain the Netherlands in the World Cup final. Surely the pressure can't be so much worse here in Glasgow. Pressure? No, I'm talking about that uh, bloody fashion sacalason. Every time I get it out of my head for uh, 30 seconds, someone comes past humming it or singing it. Jimmy Bell has it as his ringtone. I can't focus on tactics or formations, and when I do, guess whose name is first on the team sheet? I'll give you a clue. He comes from Zambia. Alright boys, we got our boys patches on our jackets and our balaclavas and that. We no gonna get lifted one done down the street like this. Nay chance. Whistle sloop John Bean, you'll be banged up faster than Hums on a scooter, but we're golden. Right, look, there's Oswald's there. Ready, troops? Wait, we're not gonna attack that old guy standing outside with his dog, are we? It's a Rangers bar, so he's one of them. He's like 90. Doesn't matter. All's fair in love and random street violence against innocent strangers. Ready? Charge! Hey, what the fuck? Get away, you wee bums! Shit, boys, leg it. It's an ambush. There's two of them. Sorry, Mr. Dorman, it was a massacre. We got pasted. You had one thing to do. Turn up mob-handed at a ranger's shop when there's no match on so you can wreck it with no resistance. How did yous get chased by two oldians and a dog? We didn't get chased. One of the old boys had a dodgy hip and could run after us. Jesus. That dog was a right nippy wee bastard. And those old boys were feisty. Well, at least they even saw you get humiliated. Eh, uh, actually, boss, one of the old team was filming it on his phone while he was throwing chairs at us. Oh, give me strength. What are we going to do? Never mind, I'll put a sign up outside my constituency office with my name on it before the Rangers semi-final. If nobody pulls it down, I'll do it myself. Post some pics and claim it as a hate crime by Rangers fans. Oh, genius, boss. Aye, the gaffer loves a hate crime. Aye, the things that lot do to us. It's criminal. Anyway, you lot get out of here. I've got a gig at the forges of Harry Hill lookalike opening a party mania. Skedaddle. OK, we have a new member today. Everyone say hello to Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name's Dylan, and um, I'm, I'm a self-coholic. Never said it out loud before. Wow, I'm a self-coholic. It's a little disorientating at first, isn't it? But take your time. Your among friends have all been there. OK, well, it started as a bit of fun back in the day. Nothing serious, like everyone in my crowd was doing it. Saying the Rangers were a new club. No one really believed it. It's just a good wind up. I reckoned I could stop any time. Guess everyone thinks that. Aye, yeah. Been there, pal. So, when did you start to realise you had a problem? I'm looking back, probably after a year or two, my mates had all settled down. They'd still be up for a cheeky new core reference in the pub on a Friday, but then they'd leave it. But I was still tanning the Sefco patter. It was the same mince night after night. It got so bad my friends tried to intervene. What did they say? Gonna wrap it, you fud. You're doing my melting. Stuff like that. But you found you couldn't. No. After a few jars, they'd all head home or on a movie or restaurant. I'd be sitting chewing the ear off anyone that would listen. That was a problem. There's plenty of other self-coholics out there. We'd sit and bam the night away, making up new New Rangers jokes and songs. Going over tiny details to work out if using an indefinite article meant the Rangers were legally separate from Rangers. But you never stopped to wonder if the Celtic Boys Club was separate from Celtic. It's worse than that. I didn't even care as long as I was getting it right up them. Shameful, I know. 
I was spending all night on conspiracy blogs like dogfoodfill.com and rangersordeed.com hoovering up the latest gossip. Sounds like you were in a spiral we're all familiar with. That's nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, I, I was nosediving all right, researching overseas shell companies to establish the identity of the holding entities of rangers, or the rangers. And you were still able to do all that in the throes of self-coholism? Well, I say research, I was really just reading what Dogfood Phil was writing. But yeah, that's when I really went down the rabbit hole. I needed bigger and bigger hits, wilder fantasies, more outlandish claims. That's, um, that's when I got hooked on uh, Admin 2. First it was just rumours. I'd do a wee bit here and there, but it got out of control so fast. I could almost taste it. I could hardly sleep. I'd be all night in the Celtic chat rooms, then up after an hour's kept to see if it had happened yet. That's when the uh, that's when the money problem started. It happens. Go on, Dylan. It's okay. I started pumping more and more into Sevco bloggers and admin two websites. They were feeding my dream, but needed my support, and they made it seem so close. If I could just send them a little more to keep them going until it happened, you know, for lawyers' fees and that. But it never happened, did it? No. By the time I realised I had a problem, it had cost us the wife and wains. They left you. No, I could never get a girlfriend to start with. Who wants to listen to some dweeb blathering on about them when we shy a company law and a football club they claim to not even care about? Who wants a girlfriend like that either? No offence, ladies. Yeah, hmm. it's true. Even when the European Club Association, UEFA, the SFA and the Vatican said Rangers were the same club, I just couldn't accept it. I think I might know the answer to this, but what finally constituted rock bottom for you, Dylan? Um, it was, uh, I'm sorry, I can't. It's okay. It was 55, wasn't it? Aye. My brain couldn't process it. For it to be 55, there had to be another 54. 54 titles, 54 seasons, 54 years. History. A past it suppressed for so long. The game was a bogey. It, It all just got too much. It's okay. These can be the first steps to a life free of obsession and delusion. This is the start of your new life. So how are things now? Well, I'm trying to take one day at a time. But I still find I can't say old... 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 uh, You find you can still only say Glasgow Derby? Aye, that's right. (laughs) Just seems comforting. But you know it's more than that. That Rangers and Celtic jointly own the old firm trademark. Aye. Aye, I know. I guess I always knew at some level. Same as I always knew that guff about your grandkids all support Celtic was all rubbish too. Like grandkids? I haven't had a lumber in a decade. No wonder if you're still calling it a lumber pill. Aye, right enough. So what now? Well, if you've accepted you have a problem that's bigger than you, and you commit to the programme, eventually you'll have to make amends to the people you harmed. Apologise to anyone you're bored with your endless Savco patter. Aye, aye, I can do that. Even Rangers supporters. No, fuck that. Their club's deed. I'm not apologising to them zombie-worshipping bastards. I'm out of here. Thought that went pretty well for a first visit. Blue Nose Burger was made by the Blue Nose Burger crew. Music was by Kevin McLeod and Frederick Lardon featuring Laura Palmy. Find us on Twitter, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Stitcher and other places. Blue Nose Burger is by beers for beers, so if you like what we do, please tell friends and family it's the best way to get the word out. And in the meantime, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year when it comes. 